Hey, it's a killer. Ah, oh, man, it's too soon to be back. But I'm here. I'm sorry. Don't get mad. But don't worry, because there's hope yet. The sun has come through the clouds, because I'm not going to be talking right now. Ableism <laughs> is going to be talking right now. <laughs> Hi, Chicago. This is Ableism. Who are we here with right now, Ableism? Uh, we're with Jenny with Handmade Happy Hour. Hi, yes, <laughs> I'm Jenny, and I'm here on behalf of Handmade Happy Hours tonight. We're really excited to have you today. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. We're all a little too giddy and happy right now. Yes. We, we're just freaking out because this is a really cool thing that we're going to be talking about right now. Mm -hmm. uh, both Jenny and Alicia are handmade artists. And what is the event that you have coming up? Yeah, so um, our next Handmade Happy Hour event is next Thursday on February 13th, otherwise known as Galentine's Day. And um, we're doing a Galentine's Day Bazaar at the Twisted Hippo, which is in kind of this intersection between Irving Park, Ravenswood, yeah. Albany Park, that area. Um, it's, it's, on, like, it's on Montrose, right? Yes, yeah, it yeah. is on Montrose. It's a female-owned brewery, so yeah. there's oh, just I never no. Knew that. That's cool. Yeah, there's no that better. That's awesome. No, we, <laughs> yeah. we've been there a few times. Yeah. We love it. Though. Yes, oh my gosh. it's a female-owned brewery. It's also, um, for the most part, family-friendly. So the yeah, event, it's very mm -hmm. family yeah, yeah. So the event next week will be for all ages. Yeah. They have food. Um, of course, they have beer, but they also have non-alcoholic beverages. And we're going to be full with 25 artists that are bringing everything from... It's a big space. Yeah, it yeah. is. We're filling uh -huh. the whole place. They yeah. told us, you know, we have room for 25. And I said, don't so worry, rad. I will find 25. So yeah, so we're going to have everything from greeting cards and wall art to candles, mm -hmm. jewelry, skincare products, uh -huh. bath bombs, um, so much more. I'm And your work as well, right? Yes, yeah, and I, I will also be there um, for my own business, which is Greetings by Jenny. Excellent. And... Um, yeah, so for my own business, I make greeting cards, wall art, and apparel. I make totes and hats and all sorts of things. Um, and Handmade Happy Hours started out of um, some frustration that I was having back uh, when Greetings by Jenny was, you know, in just its cards. younger yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it was just greeting cards. Because it's really um, the big street fest that you go to where there's canopies up on the yep. street or... Um, you know, you go to a festival where they've uh, rented out like a whole entire space. There's like a hundred people it's there. Like a mile whatever. long. Yeah, yeah um, those are really expensive. Insanely expensive. And, yeah, and yeah. they're often prohibitive mm -hmm. um, to new artists or even experienced artists. Um, when I was just selling greeting cards, you know, at five, six, seven dollars a card, mm -hmm. I couldn't afford the five, six hundred dollar you know weekend fest it's insanely yeah. difficult like cause yeah when alicia and i would do festivals same thing you know we're selling it for like that, that exact same price yeah range. and i would help her because she does her own thing with granny abel mm -hmm. and the same thing like she would look up the prices for those the events yeah. that you're talking about and it's like like you're, what, what you're saying it's like it's it's, it's it's like it's kicking out people who can't is. afford it the real local artists you mm -hmm. know what i mean not that they're not real local artists but you know there's a lot of people that want to show their work and putting that price tag yeah. on that kind of thing it's like well you're not welcome because you can't afford it yeah and, and that's not right yeah. and you know um another thing is like when you hand make everything that you do mm -hmm. um and you i don't know you go out there and try and sell it and everything um sometimes people don't realize like the work that goes into that so yeah. even though i'm selling a greeting card for six dollars mm -hmm. that card might have taken me a few days to come yeah. up with yeah. and then a couple hours to, to actually, actually put make. together mm -hmm. and then after that you know it gets shorter and shorter to put it together but like you know it takes a lot of time to get 
prepped and ready for big weekend festivals, not to mention the cost. So Handmade Happy Hour started um, as a more like laid back and less expensive way for both new and experienced artists to be able to sell their work. Mm -hmm. Um, So we officially had our first Handmade Happy Hour last May. It was a Mother's Day event. And we started with like six people and we put it together like in a very short period Mm -hmm. of time but we had so much fun doing it and we had such um positive reaction from the artists that were involved that we were like um we need to be doing this more often Mm -hmm. and so from there it grew um you know we never really raised the price the price has been pretty much the same to participate as an artist Mm -hmm. since the beginning um but you know, it grew to a lot more people who were interested in participating. A lot more places were mm-hmm. interested in hosting us, um, and then from there, it, you know, we started our own Instagram, and then we got our own website, and now we have, you know, about 170 people on my artist list to pull from when we that's have amazing. events. Yeah, and um, I think one thing that's really unique about Handmade Happy Hours is is not just the fact that it's it's affordable to yeah. participate in for both the artist or the vendor, but also the buyer. We don't typically have items with very high price tags. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty much, you know, for the most part affordable. But um, when we do our monthly pop-up, it's very carefully curated. So... Um, so there's always like something there for everybody. There's you know, always so. something there for everybody. Um, a lot of times, you know, we only accept a few vendors per medium. So, you know, at the space that we're filling next week at the Twisted Hippo, mm-hmm. there's 25 spaces. We're going to have 25 artists. But it's not like, you know, half of those are going to be all jewelry. Yeah. So we have like a, a totally wide variety of items to choose from. And that both that helps both the buyer and the artist because, as an artist, you don't want to show up and have half the people Six in the people room the same thing. selling the same thing you are, and you don't want to exactly. show up as a as a buyer uh-huh. seeing the same things too. So no, because I I know because when we go to markets, so I notice that too. Where I'm looking around, I'm like, well, it's all the same. There's four of this, or you know, what I mean, it's great stuff, but it's like also, I mean, I'd like to see some yeah, variety and something. right. And there's so, a there's a there's an artist that I'm, oh, I'm spacing on her name, and I'll give you a shout out later on my Instagram. But there's an artist, and she does something where she does her like uh, pop ups as well, and she rents out art spaces. Mm-hmm. And in those, it's amazing. You got painters, sculptors, yes. uh, stickers, uh, posters, everything. Yeah. You know, anything kind of hand, and it's all handmade, hand drawn, mm-hmm. hand sewn, hand whatever. And it's good. To, it's good to have a variety. Like yeah. yeah, it's definitely a good variety, and not only not only that, but um, a lot of them are are pretty much hand picked. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I go to a different events if I'm not already selling at the mm-hmm. event that I'm going to for greetings by Jenny. Mm-hmm. I'll go out and I'll bring my handmade happy hour business cards, and I'll walk around to the different you know booths and things like that yeah. and say, hey, I really like your stuff. <laughs> I think you would do well at my pop ups called handmade happy hours. Yeah. Well, excellent. Let's put a pin in that real quick. We're going to cut to a song, and we'll be right back with Jenny. Video take three. Action! Contemplate about everything. Got a good girl, but she's still waiting on that wedding ring. It's a cruel world, but a better place I ain't never seen. And I ain't never known. They be trying to hold me down, but I'ma keep holding on. Still chasing that provolone. Got a bone to pick with my ex-chick who want a protobone It's complicated like Tetris, you got me trying to find the next exit Tell me what should I expect, I got problems all on my checklist Got a show and there's no one on my guest list Guess it's just me and it's jealousy 
Watching all of these other acts with they plus threes When did it get so ugly? Can I blame anybody else but me? Huh, unluckily, this bad luck stay stuck with me Still trying to live comfortably Trying to relax Trying to let it go And I pray to God I don't relapse Sick of all of these drugs Fake friends and mean mugs Thought I needed a whole lot But all I needed was love, look I don't wanna Why did I just, why am I like this? Okay, we're still here with Jenny. And Jenny, uh, while we were away, um, I was thinking, I wanted to ask you about the inception of everything. Like, how did this all start for you? Yeah, so I moved to Chicago a little little less than three years ago. And I moved here with nothing but two suitcases. Um, I was in the early stages of recovery from alcoholism. And... Uh, I, I, you know, when you recover from things like that, they tell you to change people, places and things. And I had been through this so many times, like trying to get myself back on the right track. And I didn't, you know, I, every time I wasn't changing enough of those three things, the people, places or things. So this last time around, I was like, 
everything's got to change. So I moved to Chicago and for the first year I was here, I was doing a lot of things to keep myself busy. I was coaching volleyball. I was playing volleyball. I was diving into work. I was, you know, doing this, that, and the other thing. Mm And, um, after about a year of like doing all these things to keep myself busy and, and kind of like going out with other people, I guess I needed to kind of turn it inward and do something with my hands that wasn't going to get me in trouble, like drinking, you know? And so, um, kind of, I think it was, um, it was the winter of, of 2018 when I decided, you know, okay, I've kind of had enough of volleyball coaching because it's very, it's a lot of work, you know? Um, and as much as I love work and my job, I just, there was something else. Right. And so, um, <clears throat> I sat down, I, ha- I had a bunch of, I don't know, old magazines and stuff like that, but like a, a big piece of paper, a big poster felt overwhelming. Um, I didn't know where to start and, you know, I had all these ideas, but it was just too big. So then it, it came down to a greeting card. And, um, <clears throat> when I first started greeting cards, I, I remember I wanted to make something for my family. And I had received this catalog, this Chewy catalog in the mail, you know, Chewy, the pet supplies (laughs) company. And it had all these cute little dogs and hats with like holiday hats and stuff on. And so I cut those out and I put some swear words on it and sent it to my family. (laughs) (laughs) And they got a pretty big kick out of it. So, you know, just from there, it really snowballed and it snowballed really fast. Because I was having so, there was so much about fun. Doing that, that made you like that. Really, you really clicked with that. Yes, <laughs> I was having a ton of fun, and not only that, but I was like meeting new people. Like yeah. mm-hmm. the artist you know, world in Chicago is this big subculture. So big. That yeah, and um, I had no idea, you know. And so when I was actually getting into it, and I was meeting all these really nice people that were like authentic, genuine people, I was like, okay, I've. I've got something here, not just because like I'm having fun doing this, but because like I'm actually meeting nice people. And when you come from a past like mine that's been ravaged with alcohol and drugs, you you don't know that those people are still left out there. Mm-hmm. So then when you do meet those people, you're like, oh my gosh, I need to like do whatever I'm doing right now so I can keep meeting these people exactly. and keep doing good things. It, it, it makes such a big difference <clears throat> to surround yourself with good people too. Like it, it's yeah. going to keep moving you forward and like you said, keep you busy, mm-hmm. keep, keep you away from the bad mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Negativity. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. That, you know. And then the more I do this, the, the more like I just no part of me wants to go back to that whatsoever. Exactly. And, um, but even though, you know, I'm in recovery, Handmade Happy Hours, you know, our next event is at a brewery, and, and actually we're going to be there again in March. So, you know, just because uh, we're all inclusive, anybody can come, you know. Um, so, yeah. No, I really admire uh, what you're doing because it creates, like, a artistic community. And yes. Like, um, yeah, and the, um, the, the slogan behind Handmade Happy Hours is communi- community over competition. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so there's this notion that there's enough in Chicago to go around for everybody mm-hmm. as far as, like, there's enough buyers and people with money to buy art and handmade stuff. There's enough of that in the Chicago area for everybody to be successful. And, um, you know, we share that 
by both saying community over competition, but also like bringing art and community together. And then we've started hosting artist networking hours so that because we all have different tidbits of information Mm -hmm. that we know about, um, you know, we know that this sells really good in that neighborhood or we've gotten our Instagram followers up by this Mm -hmm. many by doing this. Right. And so we get um, we've started doing networking events where we get all of our artists together or shop owners or just people in the industry together and we share what we know with each other so that um you know we're not just trying to figure out how everybody's doing it we can all help each other out it's community over competition mm-hmm. there's enough to go around what, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i love that and that this, this ties hand in hand with uh, what we just heard from uh, al from bad bad meow you know it's it's we're all in this together and to exclude people for whatever reason, whether it be price range or if your work isn't, you know, good enough, it's just, it's better. You know, why, why fight with each other when we can just do this together and get it done right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, where do you see, like, so you said the first event was very successful. Where do you see this going? Like, what more do you want to do? <laughs> There's a lot more I want to do. You said there was a, you have one that's going to be in a cannabis? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, like I said, we started, so under this handmade happy hour umbrella, um, I really want to start doing mini markets. So where it's like two to four vendors at a small coffee shop or something, I want to do definitely more artist maker, shop owner, networking events. And I want to do bigger events, um, at bigger locations. For example, (laughs) um, in April, I want to do a cannabis themed event, um, where, you know, everybody and anybody's welcome to come, but the vendors have to have a minimum of three cannabis-related items for sale. So maybe oh, that's, that's a cool. piece okay. of jewelry or, you know, a tray yeah. or a coaster, you know, anything, but just you can make up your table whatever you want. You just have to have a minimum of three of these cannabis-related mm-hmm. items. And I'm trying to get a location that's going to hold 30 to 40 vendors for this. Um, and, yeah, I want to I wanna blow that market out of the water let's talk a little more after because i think i do have a few places okay yeah i just i just thought of a couple places yeah one happens to be a brewery (laughs) yeah but it's an enormous place and they have a lot of artists come in and they have a lot of yeah um uh, fundraisers and stuff yeah communities and they're really cool yeah well one thing we're always on the lookout for besides growing our vendor you know artist and maker list is locations Mm -hmm. um you know i'm up in edgewater north you know, on the north side of the city. So um, I don't know, and I'm only, you know, two and a half, almost three years into my Chicago, you know, I don't know, residency or whatever (laughs) you want to call it. Um, I don't know much about Pilsen or Hyde Park or like those neighborhoods. I don't know a whole lot about, you know, some of these other neighborhoods that I know have great locations, but like I need those suggestions. No, it's good that you're doing that. Yeah, put it in other pl- not, not just keep it centralized in one one area of the city because mm-hmm. there's so many beautiful places and so exactly. many beautiful communities yeah. and great people that live around this entire city. Yeah, it's just it, it can be overwhelming in a good way. Where mm-hmm. it's just and so it, much that's to see. what it is. Yeah. It's overwhelming uh-huh. in a good way because of all the different people I have signing up for these events, mm-hmm. the locations I could possibly have these events at. But again, because we want to keep it affordable for the artist, the location itself, the venue has to be affordable as well. So that's kind of like one thing that I do struggle with a little bit is finding a venue that is um, you know, inexpensive enough for me to keep my vendor fees down mm-hmm. so that everybody has uh, you know, a place at the table, yeah. I guess. 
And I'm hoping, like, I think, too, like, when you approach these people and you tell them your mission and what you're trying to do, like, yeah. they're going to take care of you. Well, yeah. You know? and, and they should. And actually, and, like, when I started talking with the Twisted Hippo about mm-hmm. having an event there, um, you know, they kind of asked me. They were like, okay, so we have a space. Um, if you come in on a weeknight, like, what are you thinking? And I told them, like, okay, this is what I've paid at, at previous venues that held this many people. I would like to keep it somewhat proportional, you know, and so they were able to work with me, and it's turned out to be an excellent partnership because, um, you know, we're bringing vendors and artists in there yeah. and also buyers, and then people from their brewery have contacted me to be um, potentially a vendor at this event, and, and so it's like we're working oh, so with each course. other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and of course they're not going to want to turn you away if you're going to bring a lot of people. You know, Yeah, and... Um, the, it's amazing. I don't know. I'm just like at a no, loss for words sometimes with how quickly and amazingly and organically this has grown. And this is 100% you doing this. Yes. Like you, you have no one else on your team aside from working with all the other artists. But yeah. That's amazing. And I, I really applaud you for it because I would lose my mind. Yeah. It takes a lot yeah, of diligence. Of uh-huh. Yeah. Diligence, organization. You know, my day is very much broken down to, okay, at this time, I get up and I go to work at yeah. the office. And when I'm at work at the office, I can't think about him made happy hours or greetings by Jenny. For one, I get way too excited and distracted at work. <laughs> um, Which is good, but also yeah. working. But <laughs> yeah. And then when I come home from work, I like set aside an hour to catch up on him made happy hour emails. And then I do this for greetings by Jenny. And then I go back to him made mm-hmm. happy hours. It's very like diligent and organized. Um but I think that's how it's going to be successful. Excellent. Jenny, thank you so much for coming in. Thank, thank you for you. the information. And one more time, can you please let us know where we can find more information yes. about this event and you too? Yes. Okay. So Handmade Happy Hours is on Instagram at Handmade Happy Hours. Don't forget the S. Um, we also have our own website, which is HandmadeHappyHours.com. Again, don't forget the S. <laughs> um, you can apply to be a vendor and find out more about our events on our website. And then as for me, you can find all of my work um, on Instagram at Green Greetings by Jenny or greetingsbyjenny.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jenny. Signing off here for a little bit. We'll be right back. This is Hey Killer with Abelism. And thank you, Jenny, again. Thank you so much. Please check out that information or I will find you. Goodbye.